ones. Now, I don't know, I don't know her other than she comes to we once. I don't know what her financial state is. I don't, know any, I don't know anything about this lady. But I'm telling you right now, she is the most bubbly person I have ever met in my life. She comes up, if her, if, if her amount that she spent is $100, she, I, oh, I'm so glad. It's like, it's a lot of times that's fake, right? You've seen people that do that, and you're like, you're not real. This girl's real. She could spend $600. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, how can you be so excited that you just spent that kind of money? Oh, thank you guys so much. And she always tells Wendy, oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so glad you do this. Oh, you know what our first thought is? What's wrong with this girl? Don't we? When somebody's overly happy, I say to people all the time, listen, just go around smiling. It makes people wonder. What's going on in his life? I'm to wonder what he's, I bet he's doing something illegal. Because it's like, nobody's happy anymore. And it's almost like it's this idea that you want everybody to know that you're unhappy. Because your life is hard. Because things are difficult. Because your health is bad. Because your finances are bad, because your relationships are bad, because your emotions are whatever it is, something's wrong in your life, and you want everybody to know about it. So the only way for everybody to know about it is for you to be perpetually unhappy. And some people are perpetually unhappy. And let me tell you what it's done it's moved them into the world. So many Christians today, so many church people today have more of a worldview than they do of a God view or a Bible view. Do you know what we've done successfully? I'm telling you what we've done successfully, the devil's done successfully, is taken church things and worldly things and intermingled them. Let me have a little of both because that's what will make me happy. If I could just have... Have you ever said that in your life? If I could just have... I remember being, I don't know, it was fifth or sixth grade. I looked over, and this girl come walk into the room, and I thought, wow, she's good looking. Ah, fifth grade, sixth grade, something like that. And I thought to myself, of course, I wasn't a Christian at the time, and, but I thought to myself, boy, I bet if I could just, if she could be my girlfriend, I'd be happy. I wouldn't want anything else. Hey, have you done that in your life? Boy, if I could just have, I'd never ask. Mom, if you'll just get, if you'll give me $20 so that I can go on this, whatever, I'll never ask for money again. Do you know how many times I've heard that one? Right? If I could just, this is what's going to make me happy. Listen to me. If Jesus Christ isn't making you happy, you are going to be an unhappy person. Our joy doesn't come from the world. Our joy doesn't come from circumstances. Our joy comes from Jesus Christ. He is our joy. And when you intermingle the world, let me tell you what God said. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't, you can't straddle the fence. You can't have one foot in the world and one foot in spiritual things. It's all going to fall to pieces. It's all going to fall apart. And I'm telling you, you're going to be miserable, miserable, miserable. You know what it leads to? Bad choices. Bad choices. 
you know what the world says? The world, the world says, the world goes back to number one. Selfishness. The world says you deserve. The world says you should have this. The world says you'll be happy if. You're going to live here in this world. Say you live to be 100. Is that old? I think we're pretty safe to say that 100 years is old. I don't. I have no desire to live 100 years. Sorry, none. I know I'm only 50, but I have no desire to live 50 more years. Pass. I'll go to heaven and be with God. But listen, if you did live to be 100 years, in the world, that's a long time. Do you know compared to eternity? It's not even a twinkle of an eye. 100 years is nothing. Hundred years isn't even a second, isn't a minute, isn't an hour when it comes to when it comes to eternity, when it comes to heaven. And listen to me. The choices you make here are going to affect the crowns you receive there. Second Corinthians five, verse ten. We'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to give an answer for what we've done in our bodies, whether it be good or bad. If you're a Christian, you're a born-again believer, one day you're going to have to answer for your choices. You're going to have to answer for your decisions, the things that we've done. And the more selfish you are and the more worldly you are, the worst mistakes you're going to make. Now, I'm not telling you that if you live godly and that, if you do, you, that you're always going to do the right thing because we all are human. We all make mistakes. We all say things that we shouldn't say. We all do things that we shouldn't do. But I'm going to tell you something. The farther you are away from God, the farther you are in this far country, the farther you are into riotous living, what you're doing and how you're talking, would you be proud to do that in church? Would you be proud for your church, your church brothers and sisters in Christ to hear it and see it? So I think we think this way. Spiritual things are for church. Worldly things are for everything else. And that's a skewed way of thinking, folks. We should be the same person everywhere we go. The way we talk everywhere we go. Now, I get it. There are some things that are for entertainment that, 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 that you do. I mean, you, you go to the movies. I'm not going to show the movie here. You watch a football game. By the way, we don't have the football game broadcasted at church. And as long as I'm pastor, we're not going to do it. I mean, who? It's going to draw people. Who, who is it going to draw? Who wants to come to church? Wayne, what are you going to do? Come to church and, and, and bring your recliner and sit back with a, with a Coke and some chips and watch the game? No, I'm going to preach to you. You're not going to be happy about it during the game. So some things I get are entertainment. I get that, right? But let me tell you something, church. You have a choice. And every day we have a choice. When you wake up, every morning you have a choice. Am I going to live for myself today or am I going to live for God today? Am I going to do what's right today or am I going to do what's wrong today? You choose that. And if you're selfish and you lean more towards the world than you do God, you're going to make the wrong choices. You're going to end up in a far country. You're going to end up with a swine. You're going to end up thinking to yourself, what in the world have I done? How in the world have I got here? Listen to me. Nobody, nobody, nobody says, 
Nobody says, look, one day, I remember when I was a kid, when I grow up, I'm going to be an astronaut. When I grow up, I'm going to be a firefighter. When I grow up, I'm going to be a police officer. One, one day, when I grow up, I'm going to be whatever. Nobody, nobody as a child says, one day when I grow up, I, 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 I want to spend the rest of my life in jail. One day when I grow up, I want to be a drunk. One day when I grow up, I just, I, I mean, I, I, want, I want to I have a drug problem. One day when I grow up, I want to be I, 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 nine years old. One day when I grow up, I'm, I, I want to be divorced. Nope, nobody does, nobody says that, right? Those things happen, but nobody dreams for those things to happen. Those things happen, and you can blame it on everybody else you want to. I had somebody say to me, I made this decision, I made this statement one time. I said, listen, it always takes two to tango. And in every broken relationship, there's fault on both sides. Now, one fault may be heavier than the other side, but both faults, both uh, sides have fault. I had a person come to me and said, what you said is not true. I had zero fault. Let me tell you something. That says a lot about a person who thinks they have no fault. We all have fault, folks. We all make bad decisions. But I'm telling you, if you're selfish and you're worldly, those bad decisions are going to be repeated over and over and over. And you're going to get on what I call the cycle of sin. And you can't hardly break it. It's kind of like, anybody ever been in credit card debt? It stinks. I'm telling you, folks, it's terrible. And you know what they do? It's an addiction. If you pay your minimum payment, you'll pay your house off first. Right? Some of these interest rates are 29, 30%. And then they got you. And you pay and, and you pay and you pay. And then you look down there. You didn't, you didn't spend any money. And you look down and you think to yourself, I'm not getting anywhere. And what do you got to do? You got to chunk that thing. You got to put big chunks of money on it to get it paid off. And then you're going to do, you, you got to cut it up. Let me tell you what the credit card companies will do. Every time you pay it off, they'll give you a bigger limit next time. Some of them don't even ask. I got credit cards. I got credit cards that have $35,000 limit. Are you insane? Put it in a freezer. Cut it up, shred it, get rid of it. Why? Because it's a cycle that'll keep going and going and going, and you'll live your life, and you'll get to a point, and you'll think to yourself, I'm never going to get out of debt. And if you don't make a decision that you're going to live right for the Lord, it'll be a cycle your whole life. And you'll get down here, and you'll think to yourself, I'll, I'm never going to get out of this. I mean, it absolutely will bury you. Do you know how to get out of it? One decision at a time. You know what this young man did? He came to himself. He said, um, duh. I got, I got a dad whose servants. Now listen to me. Did you notice the selfishness was gone? He didn't say I'm going back to my dad and getting more money. He didn't say I'm going back to my dad so that I could be the son. He said, I'll go back and be a servant. Because that's what I deserve. You know what all of us need? A real good dose of humility. 
Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, the Scripture says. And in due time, He'll lift you up. Listen, we need to, watch the Scripture says, we need to clothe ourselves in humility. Every day. I hope you do the same. If you don't, let me know, and I'll never come anywhere near your house. But every day I get up and I put clothes on. Before I go out of the house, I put clothes on. Why? Because I, I want to I be clothed. I want to be covered. Listen, the Scripture says that you need to clothe yourself with humility. You know what that means? That you did it on purpose. You decided, today I'm going to be humble. Today it's not going to be all about me. Today, I'm not going to be selfish. Today, I'm not going to be worldly. The new copier we have, I love it. This copier, he showed us all these things, and he's telling me all these things about this copier. And I'm going, listen, you're giving me a headache. I don't even know. You could be speaking Chinese. I have no idea what you're saying to me. I said, show me how to copy something. Somebody else can be responsible for everything else. I just need to be able to copy. He said, here. It's just this. I said, what are all these other buttons? He said, this button is your best friend. I said, what is it? He said, it's the default button. You push something you shouldn't push, just push that button. It all goes back to where it's supposed to. Default button. Boop, push it. All goes back where it's supposed to. I went in there. He said, go ahead. So I had me some fun. Man, I was changing parameters, and I was doing this, and changing sizes. And, and I'm gonna, I said, man, I got that thing messed up now. And he said, boop. By the way, our board has the same thing. In case some of you crazy people decide to change all the things and change all these, all you got to do is push a button. It all goes back to where it's supposed to be. You know, we need a default button, don't we? Make bad decisions, boop, get back to where you need to be. Every morning you ought to be a default button. Listen, Lord, l- let me be. Let me be humble today. Lord, let me be godly today. Lord, let me be a witness today. We ought to be doing these things on purpose. Otherwise, listen to me. Otherwise, let me tell you what your ultimate default button is. Selfishness. Sinfulness. That's what your your ultimate default button is. Because your flesh, your flesh wants to be worldly. Your flesh wants to lust. Your flesh wants to be angry. Your flesh wants to be bitter. Somebody said something very nasty to my wife at We Once. A lady did. I mean, just untrue and nasty. And my first inclination was, oh, God bless her. I hope, I hope that, no. You know what my first inclination was? I came in there and I told Christy Free, Christy, if this woman comes into this building, you're going to have to leave because I don't want one of my members here when I confront this lady. I was angry. I was very upset. I'm still working on it, by the way. Because let me tell you something, you could say all you want about me, but you talk about my wife and kids, we're going to have a discussion. We're just going to have a discussion because it's uncalled for. And, 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 but you know, what, you know what my default was? I'll take care of her. What's her address? That's what, that's what my flesh wants to do. My flesh wants to tell her up one side and down another. My flesh wants to be ugly. That's what your flesh wants to do. That's your default. If you don't on purpose push the default to be godly, push the default to say, you know what? It's not right. I should not go slash all of her tires. I should not do that. 
I should not call her any of the names that came to my brain. I should not do any of those things. You have to do that on purpose. And if you don't, let me tell you what you do. You'll default right into worldliness. You'll de- default right into selfishness. And guess what? You'll make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Let's bow our heads for prayer. This morning, our heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Maybe you're here this morning, you're not saved. You've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Can I tell you this morning that God loves you? Jesus Christ died for you upon the cross. He was buried and He rose again the third day so that you could have life and that you could have it more abundantly. Have you placed your faith and trust in Him? You say, preacher, I'm not sure I'm saved. I'm not sure if I'd die right now. I'd go to heaven to be with God and I'm concerned about that. Would you pray for me? Just slip your hand up this morning and write back down and I pray for you. I'm not going to come to where you are. I wouldn't ask you to make a speech or, and I wouldn't embarrass you in any way. I just want to pray for you by need. Please remember me in your prayers, preacher. I'm not sure I'm saved. Is there one? What a blessing it is to be saved. What a blessing it is to know that our sins are forgiven. Listen to me. When's the last time you made a bad choice? Probably don't have to think too far back. Right? Here's the problem. The problem is when we make one bad choice after another, after another, after another. Sadness isn't a problem. Living in sadness is a problem. The Bible says that Jesus Christ got angry, but be angry and sin not, the Scripture says. There's decisions that we need to make, church. Decisions you need to make in your family, decisions you need to make in your workplace, in your schools, decisions we need to make in our communities, in our churches. Decide, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Stop worrying about everybody else. Joshua wasn't, what did he say? As for me and my house. What you do with your house is up to you. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Remember what Elijah said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If God be God, then follow Him. If Baal be God, then follow Him. Stop straddling the fence. Make a choice. Make a decision. You're going to live for God or are you going to live for self? Let's stand together, head bowed, eyes closed, to instruments playing this morning, a hymn invitation. Can I invite you to come this morning? God, help me to make good choices. Help me to decide to be humble, to be godly, to be righteous, to live at peace, to be merciful, to be forgiving a lot of things we need to make choices for. If you don't decide your decision will turn you in the wrong direction. Decide this day whom you're going to serve. If you need to come for whatever reason this morning you come. Good to see you this morning. Good to be here in the house of the Lord. Real quick, anybody that is interested in helping 